This is Macro Horizons Morning Musings. I'm Ian Lingen, here to bring you our thoughts from the trading desk for Tuesday, June 9th, FOMC Eve. Welcome to BMO COVID-19 Insights. Visit bmocm.com slash COVID-19 for more up-to-the-minute insights. The views expressed here are those of the participants and not those of BMO Capital Markets, its affiliates, or subsidiaries. With stocks now officially unchanged year-to-date, investors have been offered a bit of a do-over for the last four months. Given the opportunity to de-risk at January 1 levels when the major indices hit the late March lows, the answer would have been obvious. It becomes less clear-cut now that such a dramatic recovery has already transpired, making an attempt at record high valuations the next milestone of the impact from the massive amount of monetary policy accommodation in the system. We've long maintained that the magnitude of the fallout for the labor market and the damage to consumption make this recession unique in that it simply lacks context. The same observation also holds for the efforts on the part of global central bankers to offset the effects of the pandemic-driven lockdowns, hence the valuation question. While it isn't our stance, we wouldn't be surprised to hear growing concerns based primarily on the unexpected outperformance of domestic equities that the Fed might have overdone it and the present situation warrants easing off the accelerator in the wake of May's surprise job gains. This isn't to suggest that a wind-down of any of the FOMC's efforts would even be conceivable at this stage. After all, the swift and decisive nature of policy action only goes one way. Said differently, there's no such thing as an emergency hike in modern financial markets. Nonetheless, the Financial Conditions Index is at 99 spot 02, versus the average for all of 2019 at 99 spot 36, leaving the Fed with a long runway for any additional easing efforts. Negative rates have been priced out of the market, and yield curve control is seen as a Q4 issue or later. This is an environment which focuses attention on the Fed's forward guidance and the beloved dot plot. Incrementally stronger language, reinforcing the notion that rates will be very low for a very long time again, combined with the Fed's projections reflecting the same expectations, appears to be the path of least resistance. The most relevant question then becomes whether risk assets will be satisfied with such an outcome or scale back, thereby implying that in fact investors are anticipating more from the Fed than is in the offing. Equities are vulnerable at current levels, to be sure. If for no other reason, then the technicals confirm momentum is well into overbought territory. This doesn't imply a correction back to March's lows, however, but a period of consolidation to work off the elevated stochastics is warranted. Treasuries quickly found support following the post-FOMC ill-fated attempt to push 10-year yields to 1% or higher, 95.5 basis points as the peak just so close. With 10-year rates reaching as low as 80.9 basis points overnight despite this afternoon's reopening auction, it's clear the efforts to redefine the upper bound of the trading range are behind the market for the time being. The high overall volume stats and the strong market share for the 10-year sector points to buying interest from overseas investors. 
a dynamic which is also supported by anecdotes of Japanese investors adding duration risk ahead of supply. It remains to be seen if this will cannibalize auction participation or is the beginning of an extended purchasing campaign. Recall that May's reopening auction stopped at 70 basis points, leaving the current levels to reflect a significant concession. We're content to watch rates drift back into the prior trading zones, if for no other reason than it conforms with our broader range trading thesis for the balance of the year. As long as the Fed is in control of the U.S. rates market, the front end via the zero interest rate policy and forward guidance, with potentially yield curve control, and QE responsible for the long end, then the attempts to raise the yield ceiling will only make incremental progress and be met with buying interest comparable to what's transpired this week. This isn't to suggest rates will be range-bound in perpetuity, rather that the marginal improvements to the economic outlook will impact the yield profile in the U.S. in contained parameters. Said differently, while one-handle tins may be on the agenda during the second half, a two-handle is off the table for this cycle. Sure, eventually the Fed will attempt to normalize monetary policy again, but if the last financial crisis is any guide, the timeline will be 5 to 10 years as opposed to the 2 to 3 years that some are currently suggesting. And with that, this is Ian Lingen signing off. Be safe, tune in, and stop out. Thanks for listening to Macro Horizons. Please visit us at bmocm.com backslash macrohorizons. We'd love to hear what you thought of today's episode. So please email me directly with any feedback at ian.lingen at bmo.com. Thanks for listening. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. For more insights, visit bmocm.com slash COVID-19. This podcast has been prepared with the assistance of employees of Bank of Montreal, BMO Nesbitt Burns, Inc., and BMO Capital Markets Corporation. Together, BMO. Notwithstanding the foregoing, this podcast should not be construed as an offer or the solicitation of an offer to sell or to buy or subscribe for any particular product or services, including, without limitation, any commodities, securities, or other financial instruments. We are not soliciting any specific action based on this podcast. It is for the general information of our clients. It does not constitute a recommendation or a suggestion that any investment or strategy referenced herein may be suitable for you. It does not take into account the particular investment objectives, financial conditions, or needs of individual clients. Nothing in this podcast constitutes investment, legal, accounting, or tax advice, or a representation that any investment or strategy is suitable or appropriate to your unique circumstances or otherwise constitutes an opinion or a recommendation to you. BMO is not providing advice regarding the value or advisability of trading in commodity interests, including futures contracts and commodity options or any other activity, which would cause BMO or any of its affiliates to be considered a commodity trading advisor under the U.S. Commodity Exchange Act. BMO is not undertaking to act as a swap advisor to you or in your best interests, and you, to the extent applicable, will rely solely on advice from your qualified independent representative in making hedging or trading decisions. This podcast is not to be relied upon in substitution for the exercise of independent judgment. You should conduct your own independent analysis of the matters referred to herein, together with your qualified independent representative, if applicable. BMO assumes no responsibility for verification of the information in this podcast. No representation or warranty is made as to the accuracy or completeness of such information, and BMO accepts no liability whatsoever for any loss arising from any use of or reliance on this podcast. BMO assumes no obligation to correct or update this podcast. This podcast does not contain all information that may be required to evaluate any transaction or matter, and information may be available to BMO and or its affiliates that is not reflected herein. 
BMO and its affiliates may have positions, long or short, and affect transactions or make markets in securities mentioned herein, or provide advice or loans to, or participate in the underwriting or restructuring of the obligations of issuers and companies mentioned herein. Moreover, BMO's trading desks may have acted on the basis of the information in this podcast. For full legal disclosure, please visit bmocm.com legal. To access our full disclosures for equity research reports, please visit researchglobalzero.bmocapitalmarkets.com slash public dash disclosure slash.